Hey, did you know it was a holiday today? Because chances are, if you didn't work for the government and you're not a history buff, then it may have slipped past you. But let's pretend like everybody was aware so that we can talk about the late, great Christopher Columbus. Welcome everyone, thank you for joining the podcast. This is Right All Week, I am your host, my name is Dave, and if you would like to interact with me on any of the usual social media platforms, the username is at Right All Week. If you would like to send an email, the address is rightallweek at gmail.com. If you're listening to audio and uh, the reviews process, there is it's available, positive is the right answer if you catch what I'm saying. And then of course, on YouTube, if I'm still there, please like, subscribe, ring the bell, do share. Everyone, please share the content so we can bring some more people into the fold out. appreciate that very, very much, so thank you. Today, talking about Columbus, because it is Columbus Day, whether or not anybody else wanted to talk about it. I wanted to bring it up real quick, because it is an unpopular thing these days. We've got all kinds of revisionist history. We're rewriting everything. We're rewriting all of the famous pop culture sagas. We're rewriting our own history in this nation, and apparently, I've seen some posts online recently, we're going to rewrite the myths of other ancient cultures because we know better than everyone, and that's kind of one of the points that I want to make while I'm going through this today. But uh, just to kind of give you some, some context, like before 1992, uh, when that's when I became aware of what was happening, right around the 500 year people started to say a lot about this stuff and uh, I'm just gonna do this off the top of my head so hopefully it all flows and it's good but uh, it would be what we need of course is to reconnect with those who came before with our ancestors you know as they say if you don't know your history well then you're gonna be doomed to repeat it and usually the faults that we're talking about there so what's the story what really happened with Columbus so because I know there's the differing debates about why he made the trip in the first place whether it had something to do with his own personal glory you know he wanted to do it for himself and uh, if he was gonna do it because you know the idea was we're gonna go and find new ways to get wealth, okay, or if you've studied your history and, and you know this part, the fact that he actually was a Christian believer who wanted to help with missions and the expansion, the spread of the gospel. So here's one of those times that a lot of people on all political persuasions say this, sometimes more than one thing is true, and this is one of those times. Because yes, he was a believer and he wanted to see the expansion of the gospel, but he also knew, hey, I have to find a way to make this a benefit because I can't afford to travel this way. So he had to sweeten the deal with some others to be his benefactor and say, yeah, you can make some return on this investment. So what's going on in the world at that time? Oh, and yes, of course, he did want to, you know, take some credit, some pats on the back. But it's almost like it was providence that he was the guy. Either you have to believe that there was some providence happening, or you have to believe that he's just the luckiest guy that ever lived. So, setting the stage in the world, Europe is engaging in a lot of international trade with Asia, and it's a dangerous time to try to go through all of the, you know, the geographical traveling on land to get there so that you can make the trade. And at the same time, missionaries from Europe are traveling to Asia. So it's dangerous and difficult and expensive for everybody to do all of these things. So that is one of the main reasons why Columbus wanted to do this, to establish a safer way to get to from Europe to Asia. And it's not like he had this new idea, what if the world was round? That's, that's bogus. Now, a lot of people before Columbus 
had already come to that conclusion. So he's just putting his faith in their conclusions, being the first person who's actually going to try it. But as I said, like you got to believe in providence or luck because of all the things that just came together at the right time. The fact that the technology, you know, for them at that time, the ability that they had to build great ships to go on the water, all the craft and all of the expertise and the skills that went into that just escalated. And plus, we're, we're exchanging knowledge across cultures, you know, because some of the people in the north have been doing it a lot longer than the guys in the south, but we definitely were building like the best ships up to date at that time. Also, navigation was coming to a whole new level, again, sharing ideas all across the cultures and creating new instruments, new tools and resources for navigation. And then, of course, the actual skills, what we're doing while we're on the boats, while we're out there on the water. And Columbus was just a, a really good amalgam of all of these skills and all of these things coming together at the right time for him, being somebody who was really good at geography, reading and studying and being able to create maps. He was on, on another level. So put all of this in a guy who also believes, yeah, I can help the world by establishing a new trade route, and I can help the world by helping to spread the news, the good news of Jesus Christ to another culture. So that's all that's happening at the same time. It's one of those, yeah, a lot of things are true, and we're not going to just throw one out because it doesn't work for us. And that's uh, another important point we're going to get to, because, okay, now we actually does traverse the ocean. He's over here. He finds what we now call a new world and eventually becomes, you know, South America, North America, Mexico, the United States. Of course, it wasn't all those things back then. But uh, there's another great controversy surrounding this guy, the idea that he's now guilty of some sort of mass genocide. Of course, we have to redefine genocide in order for that to be true. I'm not going to challenge whether or not there was a lot of people dying, the indigenous peoples of the New World at that time. Obviously, that did happen. But we can't put blame or what we can't do is ascribe some sort of a motive that they came over here for the purpose of doing that because that's not true. That's not the reason that he said he was traveling. He didn't even expect to find these people. And then when Columbus does get here, he actually sends back home news. He's praising the people that he finds. He's very intrigued by them. He has a lot of respect for them. He thinks that they're attractive and that they're good people. And he sees it as a great mission field. And so that's the news that he sends back home. Not all these people are in the way and we need to wipe them out. Again, remember, he didn't expect to find this place. So he gets here and thinks, wow, everything's fantastic. He's really got a positive message that he sends home. That's the reason I'm saying this. I'm not going to try to ascribe motive. I'm just going to say these are the communications. The communications back home. That it's a wonderful place with wonderful people and it's a rich, fertile missions field. Now that's another thing that gets interesting because then when that news gets back there, there's, because we already were in the throes of Reformation happening at this time, so there's some stuff happening with Protestantism and there's some stuff happening with the Catholic Church and there's kind of like a contest going on. Well, we need to hurry up and get over there so we can evangelize these people. Both groups are thinking that. Well, we don't want them to, to misunderstand the message and catch, you know, bring in some of the, the bad theology of the other guys. Now, I'm not taking a side in this issue and I personally don't care what denomination or whether you're a Catholic or ecumenical or whatever you want to call yourself. That part's irrelevant. I think this is a fantastic use of the divine to orchestrate events for the benefit of others. You know, even though there was disharmony with some of the church going on in Europe, God was able to take advantage of that and actually multiply his kingdom by using both of these competing sources to bring missions to the new world at that time, which is what 
actually happens. So that's fantastic, apart from anything else that happens. But with respect to the genocide that we're supposedly guilty of for coming here in the first place, and the idea that we brought these germs, as if they really had a whole lot of understanding about what germs are. It's funny that we want to say, oh, well, we know so much more now than we did then, and then that's a definitely true in some cases because they could not have foreseen. They could not have intended maliciously to just show up and be like, let me use a bug, a cold, a virus to just wipe everybody out. It's not like it's the coronavirus of 2020 that we're talking about here, okay? No, they just showed up and they were just searching, they were discovering people they got sick and then it started to spread because, hey, virus is going to do what a virus is going to do. I've been famous or working on being famous for saying things like that. So that's what happened. There's no intent there. They couldn't have done it on purpose. Now, another thing about the numbers, it's really hard for us to know. None of us were there. And everybody who's working those numbers, they have different ways in which they try to measure those numbers to come up either with the percentage of the people who died or they, uh, the mass population that already existed and most of the people who want to find a way to make it sound like it's worse than it was well that's actually what they want see so it's interesting to see their personal agenda they want columbus to be a bad guy they want the europeans to be a bad guy because it's popular to cancel colonial culture right so those are the people who are trying to find ways to inflate the numbers and this is why i say things like progressivism is more like a cult or a religion than it is anything else because they believe some of the stuff that I'm hinting at here, the idea that everybody back then was just stupid and that's the problem that they had with the clash of the cultures or whatever, which also, I'm sorry, that kind of conflicts with the whole indigenous people's uh, ideas that they have, but whatever. So uh, this, the idea then that everybody's dumb and we're smarter now and we know better than they did today just because it's a later date than it was back then which doesn't make any sense really honestly, especially from a biblical perspective, when you understand, yeah, we were created by an intelligent designer who gave us the same gifts to create and to learn and to be intelligent. And there never was any like some stupid monkey man walking around who didn't know his you know, left foot from his right. So that's not the truth of the matter. And that wasn't the truth when they came here and they discovered this place. And uh, when they started to interact with the people, so it was really, I'll just recap everything they point out. The idea that, yes, we're actually going to try to do something to benefit society as a whole for the benefits of international trade and to pay back the benefactors who were going to invest in the trip, which, of course, it took him a while to find one. And then, obviously, yes, he did want to see the gospel to spread, which, when he got here, he affirmed all of that and said, it's even better than I thought. Look, there's this beautiful new place with beautiful new people, and we can make a lot of wealth here, but there's also a wealth of of individuals who could be brought into the kingdom. So he was all for all of it. And the idea that there was some sort of malicious genocide, that can't be proven. You have to ascribe a motive based on a preconceived agenda that you have in your mind to do that, which is why I think because they believe that, that's the same reason why they make the numbers to be as bad as they are. But you can't change the fact that we're talking about an expert in his field who had the vision, who was willing to put his life on the line and do some pioneering for the benefit of the world. And this man deserves to be recognized. He doesn't deserve to be chastised. And he certainly doesn't deserve to be erased from history. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. And I hope that you appreciated the message, that you finished the video, and I hope that you'll share it with others because this is Right All Week and this is where we talk about what's right, how it's right, and why it matters.